Hello and welcome to Naked Magnum, Natural Wine Without the Wank. I'm Sarah Davison, resident wine rookie, and I'm here with Som Rhiannon Wilson. As this is our first podcast episode, we thought we'd start with a general introduction to natural lo-fi wines and how they differ from the more conventional wine um, that is widely available here. So just from my research, and obviously feel free to, to jump in if I get anything wrong, um, but it seems to be mostly just about biodynamic and organic farming practices. Um, so definitely from the vines to the bottle, minimal intervention. Yeah, um, from like chemicals, but also like from the winemaker itself. Like the, it's a natural wine is a real kind of expression of the grapes of the earth. Yeah, and using natural yeast as well, I guess, would be a big part of that. Absolutely, yeah, causing um natural fermentation. Yeah. Wild yeasts. Yeah, which I guess I never realised that with conventional wines, they all those yeasts and things are, are created in labs before they're added to wines. Absolutely. These wines too, they don't have any kind of like uh, preservatives. They've got no added sugar, acids, no kind of fining agents that are nasty or uh, they're vegan too. So sometimes wines aren't vegan. They can be fined with things like egg whites or even fish bits, which is kind of funky. So um, the two wines we're covering today actually are both uh, what you'd call orange wines. So, Rian, how can you sort of explain orange wines to our, to our listeners? Cool. So orange wines are becoming more and more common. An orange wine is kind of a white wine that's made like a red wine. So a wine that gets its colour and its vibrance, its, um, its texture, its tannin, uh, that all comes from the skins of a grape. So a red wine will get all that from spending a little bit of time once it's pressed on the skins of the grape. So the same with a white wine. So these white wines are pressed and then left to macerate on their skins. They get a little bit of that golden colour, that little amber from the, um, from the grape itself. The first wine we're trying tonight is, a, is our bargain buy, which all Malona Orangey, uh, Semsav from, from the Margaret River. Um, retails for around 25 Yeah, it's $25 on their website. They actually have a really cool website. So if you're interested in this one, make sure you check it out. Um, I found it really interesting. The guy who does their funky artwork on the, the bottles is actually a Hobart artist, which is really nice because we're, we're actually in Hobart. And, yeah, their labels are awesome. Like the, the one on this one is a skull and crossbones. What, like an almost like an apricot pink colour? Yeah, it, really it, funky. it matches the wine, which is a really nice salmon. How did you explain it? I said it looked like Barocca, but that sounds <laughs> like a bit of a bogan, <laughs> bogan description. A hangover wine. Yeah. It could almost be a breakfast wine, this one. That's true. So easy to drink. Um. Okay, cool. So this is a Semsav from the Margaret River in WA. Surprise, surprise. Margaret River is really well known for their Semsavs, mm. but this is not your everyday Semsav. No, not at all. Um, what kind of uh, what kind of notes do you have on this one, Sarah? As a as a beginner wine writer, bit of a bit of a novice, just from smelling it. I think nectarine, yeah, and definitely like a minerality is sort of like a minerality. Yeah, I'm using big words, like um. Almost like a saline sea breeze, yeah, kind of note. Absolutely, I get. Do you get any kind of like herbaceousness, green pepper? I get lots of 
tropical fruits too, guava, like capsicum. Definitely like now that you've mentioned it, I definitely get capsicum. <laughs> like that, that, That's in, a bit of a weird thing to smell. I know, but I know. you can't, no, you can't smell it, it in there. It is, and it does. It reminds me of if you're chopping up like a capsicum and the, and the bits that you get rid of, the little white the pith, the pith, and the and the you know seeds, the stuff that you sort of have on the side of the chopping board. That's what it smells like now that you've mentioned mm. it, which is very specific, but super well balanced with tropical fruits. Yeah, um, but it's also it doesn't have like the highest acidity. It's gone through that kind of full malolactic fermentation. Mm. So this this wine has actually gone through six weeks of fermentation on skins. Mm. That's why it's this kind of vibrant color. Barocca colour. Yeah. <laughs> I did a little bit of research into this one. Different Drop explained this wine as being the perfect training wheels wine if you've not um, really had much skin contact wine before, mm. which I think is a really good description because it's so palatable and approachable. Yeah. Um, I think it was one of the first skin contact wines you had, Sarah. Oh, definitely. It was, I think it was one – if it wasn't the first, it was definitely the first that I really appreciated, 100%. What about palate? What do you get? This one's put into barrel, goes to a full malolactic, so soft on the palate. Definitely citrus, but not overly acidic. Not sort of orange. Like the crazy Savion Blanc. Yeah, almost like orange peel or something. Something a little bit more like, Almost like mandarin. Yeah. That's what I get. Jo Perry, she's the lady who makes this wine. Uh, she really is a pioneer in the, the Margaret River. She's doing really cool things. Um, her, her vineyard is actually certified by the ACO as organic, which is pretty cool. It's all hand-picked, hand-harvested. Mm. Especially in the Margaret River, which I imagine would be quite traditional winemaking, I guess, base. Yeah, no, th- this is really cool. Something different to come out of there. Yeah. This wine is just such a good entry level, $25. It's a steal. It looks good on the shelf. Tastes good. Good yeah. to share with friends. Good talking point. Good talking point. Something a bit different, especially but- if you're rocking up to a Oh, yeah, like a party or and I think it's a good, yeah, like you said, a good segue because it's not – so funky it's confronting yeah it's palatable absolutely approachable i think it's a good starting one it's a good starting one for podcast too definitely so our our wine this week that is our spenny our spenny wine so our special occasion wine is uh from radicon which seems to be a bit of a a cult winemaker as far as natural wine is concerned and the absolutely one, yeah, yeah. They, these guys are kind of been a pioneer um for a long time in italy of uh the more kind of natural organic biodynamic movement um so yeah these guys the radicon family it's a family-owned winery um unfortunately the the kind of patriarch of the family passed away not that long ago so it's now run by his son but their vineyard, their biodynamic vineyard, is actually on the Italian-Slovenian border um, in Frulli. So, yeah, we're trying the Radicon Slatnik, I think it's pronounced. <laughs> I hope it's pronounced. Um, but it's sort of RRP, you know, retail price is $75, so not not the cheaper end of the spectrum. Yeah, this is a 2018 too, so this has seen um, a little bit of time in the bottle. I think we, how much did we pay for it? Nearly 80 yeah, I think it was getting up towards like 78, something like that. So definitely a special occasion wine. So this particular wine um, is made up of 80% Chardonnay and 20% of a grape called Frulano. So Frulano is found all around that kind of Frulli area that we were talking about before, northeastern Italy. 
you'll get it, Sarah, when you taste this wine. It can easily be uh, confused with Savion Blanc. So it's a kind of dry, herbal, white wine, a little bit of mineral in there. What kind of colour do you, do you see on this wine, Sarah? It's definitely a, a, I would say maybe a, a darker colour than the Dormalona that we've tried. It's not as as like fluoro orange. It's quite mm. it's quite amber, really amber yellow. I yeah. would uh, would call it. This wine is is actually aged for eighteen months in old oak. So that kind of colour of that the oak would of course influence this wine. Yeah, it is. It's definitely leaning more towards a yellow than a than I guess an orange colour that the Dormalona had. Yeah. Yeah, it's not not too hazy. Mm. Um, what about on the nose? I almost get like hay or something like that. Okay, yeah. So like, I cannot quite put my nose. My can't quite put my nose on it. <laughs> something herbal, spicy, like yeah, almost like tarragon there. Maybe it's that. It's yeah. It's definitely. It's quite herbaceous. It's not as um. I guess maybe citrus driven. The, yeah, the you're one. right. It's yeah. still got a bit of acidity on the palate, but but it's not as obvious. It's quite like a funky pear, really. Yeah. What, what do you taste on the palate? Like, what's the first thing that you notice? I want to say grapefruit, um, but not like not like juicy, not like yeah. the unctuousness, more like grapefruit pith. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. It's um, it almost, I don't. It's probably wrong. It's almost like a not beer, but like a hoppiness or something. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, like I it's get something that. that's definitely more savory. It's quite, uh, quite rich, quite bold. Mm. Um, I get that. Um, the first thing that I notice is it's kind of texture. It's it's quite tannic. Mm. Like it's almost like got that sandiness, like almost yeah. like cinnamon. Like I can feel that even on my palate now. Like. It's got a bit of weight to it, but not in like a normal kind of way. It's it's almost, yeah, I think if I didn't know it was a white, I would almost be leaning towards like a light red or something. Yeah, like if you were doing a blind tasting. Yeah. Absolutely. But I still get that kind of almost Savion Blanc minerality finish. Mm. What Do you like it? What I, do you reckon about this wine? I, I do like it. I think I think it really needs to shine with the right food. Yeah. I think it's like a food wine. Yeah, right. Like, like whereas the Dormalona was just smashable, you know. Easy drinking. This one definitely is something, like you wouldn't have this wine and not talk about it. Where the Dormalona you could have two bottles and just drink, drink, drink. This is like something to, you know, muse over. Definitely. And I think it needs, it needs the right crowd. I think you'd need to open this with people who are going to understand that it's a little bit different. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like probably not one I'd share with my mum and dad. No. Um, like, yeah, my parents would probably think it was it's a wine that had gone off or something. Mind you, I'd love it. I'd love it with a good kind of, even just a good cheesy Italian pizza. Yeah. With like a nice crust on there, or even like. Oh, It'd be really interesting with some blue cheese and honey, a bit of apple there yeah. too. Like I just find this wine would suit that kind of funkiness. It almost needs something fatty. Yeah, to go with it. nice bit of Italian sausage. Mm. <laughs> Maybe not for me. I'd probably just stick with the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Naked Magnum Natural Wine Without the Wank. I'm Sarah Davison. I'm Rhiannon Wilson, and we hope you 
drink something funky this week. Push your limits. Get out there. Taste something different with a cool label on it. You can follow Naked Magnum on Instagram at Naked Magnum. <laughs>